husband, Fred Burke, was born in Alaska in 1952 as part of a large, close family. They made a living by fishing, trapping, and running a small lumber mill. I was working one summer in Alaska when I met Fred, or Weeds as I called him when we became friends. He had a beautiful smile, but was drunk most of the time. Our relationship progressed slowly, but eventually we began living together. In 1980, his father died, and Weeds began drinking more heavily. I hated his drinking. He tried reading the Bible, but couldn't understand it. I found a book whose description of the rapture fascinated both of us. Every time Weeds began to drink, I'd start nagging. Finally, one day, he asked why I didn't just leave. I did, but he asked me to come back the next day. Weeds tried to stop drinking, but he couldn't. I didn't know what to do and called a Christian friend. I asked her to pray for Weeds, but she prayed for both of us. As a result, I received Jesus as my Savior. All of my anger left, and I was finally at peace. Weeds knew right away that I was saved. He began listening to a Christian radio station and got saved, too. Weeds and I married, and people took note of the changes in our lives, especially Weeds. In May 1984, Weeds went to witness to his family and never came home. He was shot and killed by a sniper, but ready to meet the Lord who had made his life worth living. I'm Liller Burke. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. If you would like to be free from the weight of sin by receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, pray with us now. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross and rose again to live forevermore. Thank you for your sacrifice. Save me, Lord. Come into my life and make me your own. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Free Indeed is a production of Pacific Garden Mission. Email unshackled at pgm.org. Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of the Kingdom Promoter, Christocentric Station.
We don't want anything else more than we want you. Come on, if you feel like I feel just one more time and soon. Say, I want Let him hear you cry in this service. I want Anybody else have a burning heart? Anybody else have a burning heart? I take what the world has offered. I have to come again, again and again. But just one drink of the living water, I'll never thirst again. I'll never thirst again. Would you look at me, what do you say? Only you can stand. 
before I leave. If I take what the world has offered, I have to come again. Just one drink of the living water I'll never thirst again I'll never thirst again Take your Indeed, only he can satisfy our souls. Pastor William McDowell. What a blessing that was. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not his benefits. Hallelujah. Good morning. It is Wednesday, the 12th of October, 2022. You are tuning into Good Day here on Christocentric Station, the Kingdom Promoter. We are broadcasting live from Accra, Ghana. I am SNM Tete. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to today's show from branch to lunch. I am going to be serving you good word, good music and intercession for your edification and upliftment. As you know, we are in the month of deliverance here at Christocentric Station. Now, theme scripture verse is Psalms 34 verse 4. The NKJV version says that I sought the Lord. He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. It's been our prayer that our Heavenly Father will teach us how to seek Him and help us to seek Him. For it is in seeking Him that we get delivered from all our fears. Amen. I trust you're doing well this morning. And that live worship by Pastor McDowell was a blessing to you. We're continuing our study this morning. 
we're going to continue to look at Psalms 34 verse 4. And he heard me. And he heard me. That's going to be our lesson. Our deliverance portion today, which is going to be in the second half of the show. In this half, I'm going to be serving you the recap from yesterday. I sought the Lord. And then I'm going to be doing scripture reading for today's deliverance portion. When I am done in the second half, I will wrap up with intercession. That's about the lineup I have for you this morning. do another song and then i'm going to return with the recap if you're listening alone kindly do share the link it's www.christocentric.com we can also be heard live via the xeno radio app search for christocentric station it's christocentric with a k Follow us on all our social media handles. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Remember to hit the notification bell so that you, mi- you don't miss out on any new content we post or when we do go live. Okay, I'm going to get into music now and on my return, I will be doing the recap from yesterday. Do stay tuned. The 
Simply beautiful. Oh, 
himself he exists in his own category absolutely nobody can be compared to him Pastor Emmett Jim Gunedu doing the beautiful, your beautiful. Trust that was a blessing to you. It is now time for recap. Yesterday we started to look at our theme scripture verse for the month, Psalms 34, verse 4. It says that I sought the Lord. So we looked at the first part of this scripture verse. It says, I sought the Lord. If this is your first time listening to Good Day, you're wondering uh, what's going on. Well, this is sort of like a Bible study show. So what we do is we take the theme, we look at the theme, and we study that as well as the theme scripture for the month. And when it comes to studying the theme scripture, we just take it apart. Sometimes the Holy Spirit would have us camp on just one word. Other times, you know, it's a, you know, a phrase. So we just do that until it's exhausted and whatever else he wants to teach us, he teaches us. So... We started to look at the theme scripture verse for this month yesterday because previously we had spent a few days looking at the theme itself, which is deliverance. Okay, so the first part says that I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord. We did the Greek definition for the word seek, knowing that sought is the past tense of seek. And we found some interesting definitions. It says to seek in order to find, to seek a thing, to seek uh, by thinking, meditating, reasoning, to inquire into. And we decided to camp on that and we used that as our definition. And we went on to look at the sentences of I sought the Lord. We said the I is whosoever. It's not just those who already have a relationship with him because that's how we all came to have a relationship with him. That's how we all came into the kingdom. We were once people who didn't know him. We were once those who were orphans. We didn't have a father. But we came to know him as we came to him. So it's whosoever the promises of God are for whosoever cares to accept them, to live within the conditions required for their manifestation. So I saw the Lord is speaking to whosoever will seek him whosoever will recognize that he has got what they need and so they want to go after him I sought the Lord so the seeking we said has to do with making an inquiry first of all you decide to seek to go after this individual for something and you, you do that but you're thinking you're meditating you're reasoning so you can do a good inquiry. You can do the kind of inquiry you need to have what you need to get what you need. So you don't just get up and go and say, oh, I sought him and I didn't receive. And we said from the other definitions, we got the impression that a seeking that does not result in finding is no seeking at all. Because when you seek, then you have got to find. Matthew 7, 7, the promise is that when we seek, we will find. So when you're seeking and seeking, engaging the rules of engagement, you will find. That is the end result. If it didn't end up in you finding, then you did not seek.
and we said if you're seeking to find then there's a way to seek i've mentioned that rules of engagement before going to the rules of engagement who are we seeking scripture says we seek in the lord who is this lord and i remember emphasizing the point to the fact that it wasn't a possessive pronoun that was used so it's not my lord and i particularly like that so the promise is to whosoever again and the lord the lord the one who made all things the one from whom all things come the one who rules in the affairs of men the one who is in control who is in charge of everything he is the final authority that lord the lord we read about in genesis chapter 2 yesterday who showed up in the beginning and was making all these things and putting things in place that lord the one from whose hands nobody can take anything the stronger man the one who is able to go to the strong man and empty his warehouse that lord the one who is able to deliver you from all of your fears that lord he is the lord that a whosoever makes a decision to go to and so they think about it they meditate they consider what is there to consider to help them to make an inquiry to get that which they want and we said if you do it like that then you will find so the rules of engagement then for finding this lord the rules of engagement that is supposed to help you to get what it is that you want to give you an end a result that is expected of those who seek as he has promised is that hebrews eleven six it says but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him but if you're going to come to him you must believe that he is. You must believe that he's a rewarder. He does exist, first of all, and he is also a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So he's saying that the way to seek such a God is to be diligent in your seeking. First of all, you have got to believe that he does exist. And then you have got to believe that he's going to reward you if you will seek him. But there is a way to seek him to get the reward of finding him. And that seeking is doing it diligently, carefully, consistently, persistently doing it as he would have you do it until you find him. He's a God who does hide himself sometimes, but he's a God who wants to be known. In his hiding, he hasn't gone to hide under some covers. Usually he's there, but he's hidden from your consciousness, but he is there. You can go through a season like that, but he is there. He wants to be known. Even in it, when he's hiding himself, there's something to be learned about him, about his character, about who he is, his very essence. There's something to be learned about that. So he has showed us how to seek him and how to find him. Hebrews 11, 6. We've seen the first one. Jeremiah 29, 12 to 14. Uh, it says, Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart i'm going to end there you are going to seek me you will find me if only you do that with all of your heart and we know that the heart is the seed of life that's where you do your life from 
we know that God looks at the heart. Man is consumed with the outward. God is focused on the heart. There comes all your intentions. So he says that if you would focus that on seeking me, if you're not going to be divided in your attention, in your pursuit of me, if you would give everything to it, then I will be found by you. And if you're going to give everything to it, it also talks about the diligence we looked at earlier in Hebrews chapter 11. The consistency of it, the persistency of it, the carefulness of it, the intelligence that you apply. Every member of you, your soul, your spirit, your body involved in. And I touched on how sometimes we see God and we, don't, we find him. But we didn't consciously engage the rules and yet he made himself available because we, the conditions around us were right. We had come to a place where we were so desperate and he was our last resort. Like there was nothing else to go to after that. And we knew that if it didn't come through for us, that was, that was it. We were doomed. And so we went to him with a desperation and a persistence and we held on until he responded. But if you do it like that, the next time you wouldn't know how to replicate the same testimony. So you have got to go to the scriptures and know how to get the same testimony every time. When you do that, you will learn the rules of engagement of how he is able to deliver you.
You're listening to Christocentric Station. Established 
in our praises as your people we declare your mighty words blessed be the Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come blessed be the forever and ever. Amen. It is now time for scripture reading. And I want to read our theme scripture, the entire chapter today. So usually I would do this when I start this study, but uh, I didn't get to do that. So I'm going to do that this morning okay it's not a long chapter it's only 22 verses and they are short verses so as i said for our deliverance portion today we're going to be looking at and he had me so this is part two the verse four of our theme scripture verse okay so i sought the lord and what comes after that and he had me so that's what we're going to be focusing on today uh, so i'm reading now i want to do the msg version of psalms 34 okay from verse one it says i bless god every chance i get my lungs is panned with his praise i live and breathe god if things aren't going well hear this and be happy so it goes on to tell us then what to do when things are not going well he says join me in spreading the news together let's get the word out verse 4 god met me more than halfway he freed me from my anxious fears look at him give him your warmest smile never hide your feelings from him verse 6 when i was desperate I called out and God got me out of a tight spot. 
verse 7. God's angel sets up a circle of protection around us while we pray. Open your mouth and taste. Open your eyes and see how good God is. Blessed are you who run to him. Verse 9. Worship God if you want the best. Worship open doors to all his goodness. Verse 10. Young lions on the prowl get hungry, but God seekers are full of God. Come, children, listen closely. I'll give you a lesson in God worship. Verse 12. Who out there has a last for life? Can't wait each day to come upon beauty. Guard your tongue from profanity and no more lying through your teeth. Verse 14, turn your back on sin, do something good, embrace peace, don't let it get away. Verse 15, God keeps an eye on his friends, his ears pick up every moan and groan. Verse 16, God won't put up with rebels, he'll call them from the pack. Verse 18, is anyone crying for help? God is listening, ready to rescue you. Verse 18, if your heart is broken, you will find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he'll help you catch your breath. Verse 19, disciples so often get into trouble. Still, God is there every time. Verse 20, he's your bodyguard, shielding every bone. Not even a finger gets broken. Verse 21, the wicked commit slow suicide. They waste their lives hating the good. And the final verse 22, it says that God pays for each slave's freedom. No one who runs to him loses out. Amen. So I just read Psalms 34 to you from verses 1 to verse to 22 in the MSG version. I trust that was a blessing to you. So I'm going to be referring to some of the verses in here for our deliverance portion as well as other scripture verses on God hearing us when we cry out to him. We're going to go to the top of the hour now for the testimony on the hour and I will be serving you the deliverance portion on my return. Taking us there is Toluanimi, my God. Just stay tuned. I will be right back. Is there anything too hard for you?
Listening to Christocentric Station, the Kingdom Promoter. From the files of Unshackled, Pacific Garden Mission presents Free Indeed. I was 23 when I suffered a massive stroke that left me paralyzed from the nose down. My husband Kyle rushed me to the hospital after several hours of dizziness. We had been married only a year. I slipped into a coma for two weeks and could move only my eyes when I awoke. I learned to blink once for no and twice for yes. The night nurse often talked to me about God. When I left the hospital after four months of therapy, I could use my right arm and walk with a cane, but I still couldn't talk. A dentist fitted me with a palatal lift to help me vocalize sounds. My speech was hard to understand, but I kept trying. I relearned to drive and could be left alone. Kyle stood by me, but he drank too much, and if I criticized him, he would go into a rage and destroy things. I went to church with my service dog. I also listened to preachers on the radio and cried at the thought of God's love. A dozen years after my stroke, I received Christ— but Kyle rejected the Lord and refused to go to church. My marriage fell apart. He was addicted to pain meds and alcohol. After 30 years together, I moved into a retirement home, and Kyle divorced me. But Jesus will never forsake me. Jesus restored my voice enough to praise him. He set me free. I'm Laura Barnett. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. If you would like to be free from the weight of sin by receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, pray with us now. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross and rose again to live forevermore. Thank you for your sacrifice. Save me, Lord. Come into my life and make me your own. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 
Free Indeed is a production of Pacific Garden Mission. Email unshackled at pgm.org. Don't you want to be a part of the team? Don't you want to be a part of the Kingdom Promoter, Crystal Centric Station.
something has to know our hope There's something here that has to know who's on our side There's something here that has to know who our banner is There's something here that has to know who our trust is There's something here that has to know that it has to bow The lovely Claire ushering us into the second half of the show with You Are. Welcome back. You are listening to Good Day here on Christocentric Station, the Kingdom Promoter. We're broadcasting live from Accra, Ghana to 72 plus countries around the world. And we share, serve you, sanctified content 24-7. Thank you so very much for doing the listening wherever you're listening from this morning i truly appreciate you and i trust the first half of the show was a blessing to you in this half i'm serving you the deliverance portion and we're looking at and he heard me from psalms 34 verse 4 and kjv Father, we're so grateful for another morning at your feet. Spirit of God, teach us. Help us to retain that which you teach us. Grant us understanding so that we will do and in doing we will see results that will make us, O oh God, advertisement for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. So, heard, I sought the Lord. He heard me. He heard me. He being the Lord, hearing us, hearing the one who did the seeking. We know that when we talk about hearing, we're referring to perception by the ears, right? Using your ear to perceive. So perceiving with your ear is hearing. When you go into the scriptures, there are a number of ways that this word is used, okay? When you look at the Hebrew, first every time this was used, it wasn't used in the way that our theme scripture verse has it used, okay? Of course, it is similar, but there is a twist to this. So, in the very first way the word was used in scripture, it talks about Shema which is the Hebrew word. It says it is Shama. Now, this is from Genesis chapter 4, verse 23. Lamech speaking to his wives. And it says that you are to, it's a call to pay attention. It's a call to intelligently hear, to consider, to give your ear to. The difference here, though, is that you're hearing, you're hackening, you're obeying, to have understanding so you could publish okay so you could publish so you're not hearing this only to keep to yourself you are applying all of your faculties to hear so that in case that you need to publish you're in a position to publish so don't just hear and keep here to publish that's the shama then the way that it is used in psalms 34 verse 4 is honor 
and that talks about hearkening hearing to answer okay so this individual is saying they sought the lord he heard them and delivered so there was an answer that is what this is implying it says you're hearing you're paying attention by implication to respond to answer so you didn't just hear and not say anything in all hearing i think we took some time studying hearing was the last month and we looked at how in all of hearing in scripture we are to intelligently apply ourselves so that we have the understanding required to get results from what we hear and so we said that you couldn't say you have heard and you know something if you didn't have results to prove so you cannot talk about hearing something if you haven't taken action if i'm talking to you for instance and i say come here come here please and i've said come here please to you like 10 times you understand the language i'm speaking you haven't taken a step towards me you cannot say you have heard that's what scripture is implying if you heard you understood so scripture is saying you have got to intelligently apply yourself the intelligence there doesn't only speak to um, hearing it speaks to how you receive the information and process it for instance if i was talking to you asking you to come and for some reason you felt like why is essay asking me to come she doesn't have the right to move me from where i'm standing the intelligence there would mean that okay there isn't any issue there's no reason i shouldn't go except that maybe pride maybe that which is holding me back so i'm going to intelligently apply myself to respond to this to show that i have heard so it's applying all of your faculties it's not just doing what you feel like doing in the moment because if you really did hear as you're supposed to then you're supposed to take action we are supposed to see results so when bible says hear or something the bible says behold hearken they are not just words the scripture is throwing about it's saying in your hearing apply all of yourself apply everything within you apply all of your senses all of your mental faculties process the information correctly so that you can rightly respond to that which you have heard and in the case of our theme scripture verse the one who was called out to heard and in hearing he responded because the word there says you are hearing to respond and in responding you have got to understand that which you heard to give the right response So this individual is saying, I sought the Lord. Remember yesterday seeking where you take time to think, to ponder, to meditate so that you can make an inquiry to receive that which you seek. So this individual did that, went through that. And the Lord heard the one they were seeking, heard 
they were able to process. They knew why the individual was calling. And so they answered. Again, it, it comes to this understanding that if the person has not responded, they didn't understand. Which tells us that we have a God who understands the way we communicate. He understands how we call out to him. He made us. He wired us. So he understands us. Prayer is not uh, a lot of vocabularies sometimes. It's not so much of you being able to even express or articulate because we have a God who looks at the heart. We have a God who is able to, uh, he understands you. He's able to read your expressions and everything. Scripture says, even before we call out to him, he hears us. So we have a God who understands us. So you can never feel like, oh, I don't have the right words to reach out to him. So I decided not to reach out. A lot of the time we go through stuff, we don't call to him. We don't reach out to him. We talk to everybody else but him because we feel like we don't have the vocabulary it takes to appeal to God. God is not a King James English God. No, he is not a God who only hears a certain kind of articulation. No, he is a God who wired you. He is a God whose ears are inclined to our cry. And the hearing we have seen here says that he is listening intelligently. So he understands. He's applying all of himself to understand what it is you're trying to communicate to him. Of course, we have got to grow even in our communication. We've got to grow in the understanding of prayer and how we call out to him and stuff. But whatever level you find yourself, be rest assured that when you call, he has what it takes to understand you. And in understanding, he responds because that kind of calling out to him requires an answer, requires a response. And so he will hear you. He will respond to you. Going back to Psalms 34. Now, this is a psalm written by an individual who is in a relationship with God, who knows God. Okay. Looking at I sought yesterday and as explaining in general terms, not specific to the Psalms, in general terms, how you don't have to be in a relationship with God to call out to him. But the end point is that you end up in a relationship with him. Okay, so the Psalms from that, I can say that God is extending an invitation to you to come into a relationship with him. He doesn't want you calling on him from afar every now and again and having him respond. He wants you to make a commitment. If you go through everything that I read in the Psalms, you find that there is so much more for you to enjoy in a relationship with God than you just calling on him every now and again, coming to have a taste of what is there, what is in store, what he has available and yet not making the commitment to remain, to become his child, to become a member of his household, to receive everything else there is to receive when it comes to a walk with God. So if you're someone who have been just playing with him for some time, you got one foot in, one foot out, this is a call to you. 
there is so much more you can enjoy in him. Don't be okay with the moments that you were desperate, you called out to him and he came through for you. His promises, yes, they are for whosoever they are. But you have got to continue to engage. You have got to continue to come to him. And there are things you cannot get by just coming and going every time. The psalmist said, and I'll praise the Lord at all times. I'll constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. These are people who know him. These are people who have a relationship with him. These are people who have tasted of his goodness repeatedly. Actually, they live in that land of his goodness. So they can praise the Lord. They can tell of his goodness all of the time. This is the individual who goes to God with a confidence that when they call on him, he will answer. He will free them from all their fears. He will do whatever he requires. Verse 5 says that those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. Can you say the same for yourself? Can you say that you know God in this manner? So much so that you know that if you sought him, you will always have help. You will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken your face. Can you say this? for yourself. If you can't, he is extending an invitation to you this morning to come into this kind of walk with him where you over time get to know him so much that you can say this about him. You can say this about him to somebody else, to anybody and have them also want to come into a relationship with God. There isn't a better solution out there there isn't a better answer out there there isn't anyone out there who will consistently hear you and have what it takes to do what you need to be done for you it's only God who can do this for you this morning he's saying you have got to come closer than you are now there is so much more in store for you don't stay where you are Answer to my unanswered questions. Oh, I love a song when there's no song to sing. Yeah, oh, my words where I'm speechless, speechless. Oh, the lyrics to my melody. You're the God of a second chance My promoter when no one else will You're my glory or my lifter God of angel armies He gave me the song I sing 
Crystal-centric station. Now the 
of the lovely Rafia doing God over everything. Indeed, he is God over everything. Before that, you heard Tolua Nimi doing the answer. Trust that was a blessing to you. We are in the word segment of the show and for our deliverance portion. Today, we are looking at and he heard me and he heard me. Someone saw the Lord. He heard the person. Before the music break, our focus was on you not just staying in the whosoever realm, but becoming his. Bringing yourself to a place where you have made a commitment to him. He has already made a commitment. It's just for you to accept, to receive that commitment that he has made to you. And live in that realm where you get to call him your own even as he calls you his own and you can even go on further to talk to others about him because you have tasted of his goodness you have come to know him you know what he can do you are confident in who he is and what he's able to do and so you would have enjoyed everything that comes from that realm you would confidently go out there and tell others invite others even stand with them until they can also testify like you are testifying that is what he's calling us to yes the gospel is for whosoever whatever promises he's put out there is for whosoever but once you have tasted of that he wants you to come there are promises that are only for his children And so do not just cry out. We're talking about deliverance. We're in the month of deliverance. And anyone who cries out, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Anyone who cries out to him for salvation, he saves. But it doesn't end there. Don't just stay over there. Where every time you will call out and he will save you. After he has saved you, you have become his own. You have agreed to be in a relationship with him. And so you must abide by the principles that govern that relationship with him. The psalmist continues in verse 10 and it says that even strong lions sometimes go hungry. But those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. There isn't a better promise than this. There isn't a better promise than this. To become a child of his. To trust in him. I looked up this verse. Because 
To trust in him implies that you would have done the walk with him for some time. You would have looked at the history. You would have looked at his track record. And you would have come to a place where you say to yourself, Okay, I am confident in what he's able to do. I am okay to hold on until I see the promise come to pass. This is what he wants from us. This is what he requires. There is so much more to him. The apostle John, 1 John 5, 14, 15, in that he says, Now this is the confidence we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. He says we have this confidence. How can you have this confidence if you don't know him? How can you have this confidence if you haven't had dealings with him in the past? How can you have this confidence when things seem to drag a bit to continue to hold on if you haven't had any dealings, any previous dealings with him? He says, and we know he is so confident. He's not, he didn't say, and we think, oh, it might be that. No, he may just, no. He says, we know, we're confident that if we ask him anything according to his will, he hears us. And we have said that the hearing is hearing so we can respond. He has heard to respond. So that is why in the next verse, he says that if he hears us, then whatever we ask, we know we have. Because that kind of hearing requires a response. It's not like the other hearing where you publish this kind of hearing requires you to give the person an answer the other kind of hearing requires you to understand so you can go and say to somebody else this says you understand what they're asking of you and you are making what they're asking of you available to them we have this confidence you can only have that confidence you can only come to that place of assurance if you will make a commitment to him if you will come closer if you will be willing to walk with him one day at a time he's throwing out that invitation to you this morning he's saying come up hither there is so much more for you the higher you go the more you see the better it is to walk with him there is a whole lot out there that he wants to share with you that he wants you to enjoy there is so much more to this walk of faith than what you have come to know and he wants to share that with you scripture says the sons remain slaves serve for a little bit and they move on after their service whatever however long they're supposed to be serving for you know in the old testament he talks about how was it after seven years we let them go but unless they decide to remain, then they become a, a member of your family. That's what that scripture was speaking to. Sons do remain though. They get the inheritance. Sons get the inheritance. You want to be an heir. You want to be the one that the inheritance is entitled to. You don't want to be feeding off the crumbs that fall off the table. When there is a whole inheritance. When the bread is yours. It's available for you to have. Why would you want to be feeding off the crumbs? 
when the master says you can have the bread, the whole loaf, all of it, even the bakery <laughs> is available to you. Why would you want to settle for the crumbs? Why would you get to know him as someone who delivered you before and not want to have him as one who perpetually delivers and does not only deliver but has given you all things scripture says that if he's given us his only begotten son would he not also with him so much give us so much more everything else he would add everything to it would he not also with him freely give us all things all things are yours all things are available to you he's calling you into a deeper walk he's saying leave the whosoever realm that calls on the name of the lord who gets saved after you have been saved he's saying he wants a deeper walk with you he's saying he wants you to be heir as our sons sons have responsibility sons know how to order their way right sons know how to conduct themselves he's calling you to a commitment he's calling you to a higher walk with him
One more time, one more time, you said it is finished. That day on the cross, when you took from my bones, in a sense, what you could see. Yeah, Lord, you, Lord, you be consistent. On the cross, they consistent.
God who listens. It is now time for intercession for our deliverance portion today. We've looked at, we've looked at He heard me and He heard me, and we have said that you want to come to a place where you can confidently say that every time you call on Him, He hears you because you have become His own, even as He has become your own. I know there are a lot of people who are afraid to make the commitment to walk with God. Fear is what holds so many people back. For others, it's a lack of understanding. They have certain assumptions that are just not true and that is what is holding them back. Whatever may be holding you back from making a commitment to walking with God, we want to pray this morning. Father, we pray that you who have taught us this morning, who has a heart that yearns to have people walk with you, to have them receive that which you have done for them. You who gave up your only begotten son, you who are willing and have freely given us all things. Father, we pray that you would do this for us also. Even as we pray with thanksgiving, Lord, for the people who know about you may have even tasted of your goodness but for some reason haven't been able to make a commitment to walk with you we pray father that you would deliver them from lies of the enemy deliver them from their fears whatever is holding them back father we pray that that thing be broken off them in the name of jesus so that they will be free to make the commitment to you to walk with you for those who need an encounter with you to help them make the commitment, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will give them that encounter. Whatever form, Father, you know would communicate best to them. Grant them that encounter in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you that fear is broken. We thank you that double-mindedness is done away with. We thank you that confusion has dissipated. We thank you that you have given them clarity, the light, darkness has given way to light. And Father, I thank you that these people will make a commitment and in their walk with you, they would even become ambassadors. They'll become ones who go talking to others because they have come to a place where they are confident of their walk with you. They have come to know you. They fully trust you. And so they know that if they brought someone else to you, you will never put them to shame. You will never put that individual to shame. We thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so very much for doing the listening today. I trust today's broadcast has been a blessing to you. Continue to keep your dials locked right here for more sanctified content coming up this afternoon after Good Day is Crystal Centric Jazz. Followed by fresh tunes, then favorite tunes, and from 1500, I believe, to 1800 GMT, the Crystal Centric Guy Fifi Folsom will bring you the Gospel Drive online, enriching your day, God's way today. 
podcast is going up to the afternoon and i take my leave of you do remember as long as the earth remains seed time harvest shall not cease so no matter what's going on with you still put your best seed in the ground for a harvest that will not fail nor cease because our god is our heavenly father he is faithful to give you the harvest i am snm tete again thank you for doing the listening do have a good day Desperation, I'll seek heaven and pray this for you. I pray for your healing, the circumstances would change. I pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over. Circumstances will change